Welcome to Live from Lockdown. You got Zach and Dom. We're at our respective houses, keeping a safe 1.5 meter distance, keeping you company during this self-isolation. And I gotta say, the, the mood has picked up a little bit, I think, since we last sat together, Zach. The news has been more cheery. I don't think it's long until we can meet in person to record this. Isn't that exciting? Well, will this continue live from lockdown? I mean, when we're not in lockdown anymore, no, that's true. Yeah, the podcast has no purpose. It's it's run its course. Well, no. All we need to do is find a slight tweak on the name, and then we're good for another six months. Podcasting the pandemic. The news has been a lot better in Queensland. Mm. I think the last couple of days, or the last day or so, yeah, at time of recording was the first day in a long time with no new cases of COVID-19. Mm. Is that reflected nationally, Dom? I believe so. I think that same day, which was Monday, uh, there was only one in Victoria, six in New South Wales. So it's uh, I'm pretty sure, Zach, that we're... Like, this is what I said to you all along as we've been recording these. This will turn quicker than we think. You know, I'm optimistic, and I think we'll be out no, of this no, by no, May. No, 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 no. Yeah? This is the exact issue you are the exact type of thinker that's going to get us in trouble <laughs> what do you and mean that is well the curve is flattening mm. but you have to maintain yeah the same behavior to continue it to go down because it can go back up very quickly but see the danger of publicizing oh we're all good now is that everyone goes straight back to what we we're doing before and yeah. it breaks out again yeah but in saying that this is every time i see that that sort of fear Things can't go back to where they were before because people can't go to sports games or music festivals when they're not running. So it's not like you. What are you? What are you going to do to go back to normal? I mean, all it means, I think, all they're going to relax is that you can gather with up to ten people. Meaning, Zach, that I can head on over. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I might have a word to scomo about that, <laughs> and see if we can get podcasts to be still on the no-go list, non-essential. <laughs> Well, look, if you if you can get it legislated by the government, then I'm going to have a hard time finding my way over. But if you can't, I mean, if the window's there, wouldn't it be great to, to catch up and share an LA ice in person? Well, I have been sharing a, a daily LA ice with myself. Yeah. And I pour one into the gutter <laughs> to remember my fallen heroes. Yeah. But, and I think that's why so far I haven't contracted the virus. Oh, completely. Yeah, it's um, and and uh, Australia's doing really well, you know, in terms of keeping cases down. Why do we think that is? People think it's good management. We're the only country with LAIs. Yeah, completely. It's all you can put together. And every afternoon, I have been watching the sunset, you know, with a wine glass of LAIs, just reflecting on the day with the 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 beverage of the gods. See, I enjoy mine through an IV drip. Yeah, okay, sure. Well, that's just smart. Just though. have it up next to my bed. It's just smart. Because why? Cut out it the middleman. <laughs> yeah. On the podcast today, Dom, there is some controversy around what's he whistling. Is Dom's there? new segment where he whistles a tune. Sure. Uh, he's taken up whistling in isolation. He's learned how to do it mm. uh, via YouTube. I'm also going to give you a life hack for anyone uh, looking to get a Domino's pizza. I know they brought in some new technology that means that all the pizzas are the same quality, but I find that's not the case. I have my own set of activities, own set of protocol to go through to make sure that you're getting the best pizza from Domino's. I'll share that with you 
a little bit later on. Dom, how have you been spending the last couple of days, Faye? Uh, oh, the last couple of days, I've been continuing my binge watch of Modern Family, um, to be honest. That's been the main thing. I'm making my way through a bunch of seasons, and, and it sort of got to the stage. Do you remember, I don't know if this was your experience, but when you're in high school, or middle school even, and the summer holidays hit, and genuinely you just get a box set of something on DVD and just go all the way through. You'd just be there for, for weeks on end with nothing to do. I went outside a lot more than you, I think. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, as I was saying it, I did think you might have had a different school holiday experience as a as one of the cooler kids, but that's fine. I do remember on a uni break mm. uh, once watching all of Lost. Yeah, okay. That was a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of good. Lost. We'd watch it, my wife and I, we weren't married then, but we'd watch it from pretty much when we woke up mm. to, you know, 11 o'clock at night. There was probably a week of that. But that was probably yeah. the most intense marathon I've ever done. And that's how people should watch Lost. If you're going to watch that show, as oh, someone who watched yeah, it week by week, don't want to, awful. I, that's what I've always felt in it. They always ended with a cliffhanger. And I thought, if I had to wait a week, or mm. if that was the end of the season and I had to wait another year, yeah. I don't think I would have kept up with it. Because also some of the explanations of the cliffhangers eh, aren't super convincing. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. And, and that was the problem with me with the finale, which... A spoiler alert for anyone who's watching Lost, just skip 30 seconds ahead right now. But basically, the finale doesn't answer any of the big questions and says they were dead the whole time. That's basically what happens in the last episode of Lost. But doesn't it answer some of the bigger questions of life, Dom? Well, no, I was I was filthy because I watched it week by week, hoping to get answers to why there were polar bears on the island and what was going on with that black smoke monster and all You're of these the sorts of things. Initiative, we're doing experiments. <laughs> Explain. I wanted answers to all of this, and instead, now, after five years of watching it week by week by week, all I got was, oh, they were dead the whole time. Wouldn't you agree that the answer to life's biggest questions mm. is gasp? More questions. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, see, the other show, the other one that if you're ever going to watch it, you should binge watch is 24 because they similarly mm. loved a cliffhanger. I loved 24. That's the uh, Kiefer Sutherland show where one hour of the show is one hour of the day and everything takes place in the same day. Brilliant show. Brilliant show. But watching it week by week over 24 weeks was awful because every week it would end just as Jack Bauer is about to press the button to detonate something. You know, and then you have to now, wait till next week. The thing they did really well in 24 mm. is that they picked an action-packed day of his life. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because if they had picked <laughs> one of his holiday days... Or maybe his days in isolation... Oh, that's so it true. It would be very different. Yeah, yeah, because the whole, the whole premise of the show was it's happening in real time. And if you can't flick away for even a second, I mean... It could- I don't... <laughs> Why don't we do a 24 yeah. where we follow you, but you're watching Modern Family? That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> so, what we, <laughs> so what we see is your, through your eyes, yeah. it, it, we're watching a show of someone binge watching Modern Family. So really we're binge watching Modern Family, but we're doing it yeah. in your room. And in slightly less quality, I suppose. And then yeah. and yeah. every 15 minutes, that ticking clock comes up on the screen doing the... Duh. Which is a great joke. Twenty-four. And maybe at the end of each episode, you'll announce something like, "I think I need a snack." Yes, that's boom. (laughs) Cut to black, and we'll be like, "I can't wait till next week. What snack is he gonna do?" (laughs) 
But then we'll also be waiting on the cliffhanger in Modern Family. Oh, I tell you yeah. what, there's a lot here. Oh, but the other, I, a I, lot here. To be fair to myself, it isn't just Modern Family. I planted those pencil pines I spoke to you about. They're in the ground. Mm. They, they shot up yet? Uh, no, I think one of them's died <laughs> in like three Already? days. Well, it's just gone very dry. I don't know what I've done wrong, but I'll work on that over the next few days. I don't have a lot going on. Um, mm. so. Have you looked up the lifespan of pencil pines when they reach maturity? Yeah, 10 years. 10 years to get to four yeah. meters. Yep. Mm. And so what, you'll be 36 by then? Yeah, we'll be. Yeah. That'd be a nice reward you, for my are birthday. Your parents on, are your parents planning on being in that house? No, not really. So I'm, I'm hopeful that maybe in three to four years I can raise these to like whatever the tree version of, uh, you know, 18 is, right? Raise them up mm. to adulthood, get to share those memories with them, have a, few, have a year or two of them at a reasonably good height and then sell the house. Yeah. That's my concern with, I was thinking of planting some fruit trees in the yard. Mm. It takes a while. And I'm like, well, you know, how long am I planning on being here? Yeah. I don't know. But then if I end up being here for 10 years, I will think I should have planted them oh, earlier. You'll be kicking yourself. You'll be thinking I could be enjoying an apple right now. Probably not apples. You and can't these, grow them here. These are the types of entertaining thoughts <laughs> I've been having in isolation. Well, that's a good... You asked me what I've been doing. What have you been doing the past week? What's been filling your time? I know your your wife is home with you now, isn't she, on holidays? She's been home for a couple of days. So we have been... I've been in this house for two years. Two years. And you know on the show I talked about how there was a few rooms. What we did was we unpacked the bedroom where we sleep. Mm. The bathroom, obviously, because we need to use that. And then the kitchen and the living areas we use. But the two spare bedrooms, which you know, hopefully we'll use in the future. But at the moment, they don't have much use. Mm. And so they were just full of boxes. So now two years on, we're using the opportunity to clean them out a little bit. Well, you know what I'm hearing? And, and it, what's that? Podcast sleepover. How how did you get that from that? Well, because you said this. I, I, I can take a hint. The spare rooms have been cleared out. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you meant because it was we were setting up a podcast studio. Oh, no, no, that's not a bad idea, though. That's, that's, That'd be good. That's a pretty There's good idea. There's a couple of utility rooms downstairs. You know, in Queensland houses, they're often on stilts. They're mm. up off the ground to create some airflow underneath. And so there's kind of a dungeony area underneath, and it's not high enough for them to call them bedrooms. And also they don't, they kind of have walls. Yeah, They're yeah. not strictly up to what you'd consider a livable dwelling. Mm. And so they call them utility rooms, basically they're storage, but they're actually a little bit higher quality than just storage Dom. And so I was thinking down the track, maybe that could be a podcasting area in the dungeon. Yeah, that's nice. From the basement. That's pretty good. I think From I've been. I think one of the very few times I have been over, you showed me that room. Am I thinking correctly that you found something in that room that the old owner left, or that there was something interesting about that room? Um, I have a vague memory. There's still a lot of beer bottles. There's a lot of different beer bottles that are unopened. Yeah. And so I believe they use it as some type of drinking room, which is confusing because it's definitely the least appealing place to drink in there. <laughs> dwelling sure i mean there's a balcony there's a nice deck wouldn't yeah. you drink there so i don't know who was banished into this room <laughs> yeah. and why they didn't drink all their beers they're still there you know three years later 
Mm, maybe maybe it was like probably- a secret stash. You know, maybe or maybe they were hoarding for this sort of a scenario long before it was seen as uh, as fashionable, only to move out and, and forget all their supplies. Now, Dom, I have been going through the what's he whistling guesses. Uh, my yeah. concern was ten minutes before recording, mm. it didn't look like you had replied to any. What have you on the Facebook messages? I was looking on Instagram. No, I told you I don't look on Instagram because they're hurtful. Okay. Instagram's the worst medium, is it? Last time I was on the Instagram messages, there was that question about what my education standard was. So, yeah, I don't... don't, Instead, I've been working with the Facebook messages. And can I just say a, a big congratulations to all who played along. Lucas, Ben, Morgan, Josh, Stefan, Matty all guessed it there. Benjamin was the first, though. He picked it. Um, which was a good effort. I think he got it within about 12 hours of the podcast going up, so that's rapid turnaround. Oh, I think the people on Instagram got much faster than that, to yeah, be honest. Well, but we were pretty cl- I was pretty clear. Facebook, didn't yeah, you? I was pretty clear on the podcast last week, Facebook message. That's, that's, the, that's the platform, because I get a notification about that one. I've also been given a request, by the way, from Benjamin, who did win, so that will close out today's episode which is exciting. I think it's going to be a bit That's of a harder one. I've been... Benjamin has set the bar a little bit high with this one. I've been practicing mm. a bit. Um, as you can see, I've got a glass of water here with me just to wet the lips a little bit better. Um, but uh, we'll see how we go. Now, a lot of people are getting takeout during the isolation. We're mm. supporting local businesses, aren't we, Dom? That's what yeah. you're justifying it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm still at the... Well, actually, my local acai bowl place, which had shut down for the pandemic, reopened on Sunday. So, They're you back. know, my life is is, is great. Um, supporting them. Love to support them. Uh, obviously, you want to support your local dominoes. Yeah. Your local artisan dominoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, you'll know that I used to have the... Uh, strategy with Domino's of taking advantage of their 15-minute delivery guarantee because cleverly, I Mm. live 16 minutes away from my closest Domino's pizza restaurant. Well, they kept sending people on bikes, didn't they? And you knew it was not possible to get a bike from the store to your place in 15 minutes. Unless they had a drugged-up Lance Armstrong, (laughs) they were not going to make that delivery on time. Well, you should have just been standing out the front with a drug testing kit if they did. <laughs> yeah. well, do they say that they'll do it drug free? I'm not well, sure. It's a good point, but you could say oh, you made it in 15 minutes, but I'm going to need a urine sample. I'll tell you about a doping story a little later on. That reminds me. Okay. Um, some someone I ran into on a walk the other day mm. he brought up doping in a way that I was surprised to learn about. It made me <laughs> sure. a little sad. Um, but here's my, the problem with the delivery Dom is I started, when I went vegetarian, Domino's brought out the $5 menu. Do you know Mm. this menu? Uh, and uh, a lot of the vegetarian pizzas are on the $5 menu. And so it was crazy to get get them delivered. Even when I was getting the, the free ones, it still didn't add up economically. Mm. I crunched the numbers. (laughs) Sure. And so I moved... Also, a Domino's open closer to me, so that kind of stuffed up uh, the fifteen-minute barrier. I reckon they did that because of you. I reckon yeah, they, they were have. looking for holes in the system. Who's exploiting us? Open a store there. So I'll give you my Domino's hack now. Mm. I now get pickup. I get yep. a thin and crispy margarita, five dollars. Mm. Now I know thin and crispy. Some people are against it. What are your thoughts? Awful. 
Don't Why like is that? it. Because all of the best parts of the pizza is in the base. Deep pan. Deep pan, if you can, stuffed crust. Stuffed crust with well, you know is just it's it's stunning because the thing is then you get to enjoy that sort of soft pillowy pizza experience where the toppings are sitting on top of this this gently risen dough and it's it's a firstly I mean it fills you up quicker right so that's a bonus you only like it could be two meals well not value just one. for money is definitely in the favor of the deep pan yes completely they're the same so, price yeah value for money three times as much yeah and tastes significantly better why would why would you go thin and crispy. What's your well, reasoning? Answer me this. Yeah. What are the two most famous uh, pizza-loving cities or or countries in the world? I suppose Italy and America. New York. New York, sure. Now, in Italy and in New York, how do they have their pizza? Yeah, they have it thin. They have it thin and I don't, crispy. I don't, oh no, I don't think they have it crispy in New York. It's more thin and sloppy, isn't it? Oh really? When, when when did you go last? What two thousand and seven? But I've been and to. Did you leave your hotel room? <laughs> Not really. But I have been. I was a kid. Yeah, I, I have been to New York Slice, the New York based pizzeria, which I don't yeah, know if they still exist. Not necessarily crispy, although yeah. in, in New York, it's, it is definitely thin, occasionally crispy. I did go to some place that they reckoned was voted the third best pizza in New York, and they had it extremely crispy. Why didn't you go to it the first like... two? Why did you go to the third? Um, this was just up the road from where I was Okay, staying. that's fair. That's fair. No, so this I wasn't a pizza seek hunt. it out. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it wasn't. It was like once I I was looking at it and I thought that place looks good. And then I looked it up and I thought, oh, third best in the city. I, yeah, now, okay. everything is third best, by the way, when you go to New York, because there's so many different lists. Yeah, sure, Do you know sure. when people go like, I'm like, yeah, according to who? There's no one list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... Um, so that's my justification for thin and crispy or for thin pizza is I'm like, that's the people who invented it. Yep. That's how they like it. The people who perfected it, that's how they like it. So that's how I'm going to have it. Uh, that, that is the fair. Issue is, that is fair. The issue is it has a very short shelf life with Domino's. It goes soggy so quickly. Mm. Yeah. What you want to avoid happening is if uh, once it comes out of the oven, they put it into that heater, you know, mm. at the front of the store, yep. the stack. If it's in there for over 10 seconds, the pizza's ruined. Really? Why? Because it steams up and you don't, right, you want yeah, it okay. to get some air around it. Because once it steams, mm. it goes soggy. No good. Pizza ruined. Even for $5. That's $5 down the drain. You can barely eat that. <laughs> this is why people don't like the thin and crispy, but I'm going to show you how you get it good. Yeah. What I do is you have to know how far away from the shop you are. For me... It's between eight and ten minutes, yep. depending on lights. So, I will drive my car towards the shop. <laughs> now, yep. at I about six minutes away, <laughs> sure. At about six minutes away, I pull over. <laughs> I park the car, and I put in the order. Yeah, yeah. And then, just to be safe, because I know probably ten minutes it'd be okay, but you can't risk it. Ten seconds in that heater, and it's gone. Then I go and I park out the front of the Domino's. Now, it's important here that you have a clear line of sight mm. to the kitchen. Clear So, approach. you could go in if you wanted to, but the, you might risk... You might get caught up in a line. Mm. Uh, they might want to serve you too quickly. It, it's best to stay in the car and watch the kitchen. Now, when you get the notification on your phone that it's getting close to being finished, when it's in the oven or... 
autocomplete, you need to be watching them take it out of the oven like a hawk. You're looking for a thin and crispy one. Now, when you see it mm. come out of the oven and they and then they put it on the bench and they start chopping it up, that's when you make your move. You get out of the car, you move into the store. Now, if you time this correctly, which 99% of the time I do, as they walk from the kitchen around the heating vessel, yeah. before they put it in there, they're announced to the store, order for Zach. That's when I shoot my hand up and I say, no need to put it in there, buddy. Straight in my hands. <laughs> Boom. It's and on. and do it you hasn't wait, been in the steamer. Do you wait to get it home to eat though? Or because why not go soggy no, on well, the drive home? No, you know, travel yes, travel is an issue. If you have a thin and crispy one, I usually get a classic crust and a thin and crispy. Yeah. The classic crust has to be on the bottom of the stack. That's the other mistake. Mm. The thin and crispy has to be on the top. Now what you do, you put it on the passenger seat, you put the classic crust on the bottom, the thin and crispy on top, and you leave the lid ajar. You don't want it completely open because it will go cold. But you want it ajar because you want the steam to be able to escape. It's like a Tupperware you want a container. Bit of airflow in there. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's one of those Tupperware containers with the little clippy tops mm. that lets a little bit of air in when it's in the microwave. Mm. Now, when I look at it too, you want Domino's. I wish Domino's had a had something that you could add. To be honest, perfectly, I would want them to put it in for a minute extra every time. Because sometimes they're okay. a little bit underdone. Well, you could you but could chuck it in the oven at home. Well, sometimes I look at it. We have had to do that before. Sometimes okay. when it's been put in the warmer. Sure. When it's put in the warmer, I'll try anything because that pizza's borderline <laughs> rubbish at that stage. Yeah. But then you make your way home. You have to consume it within the next 10 minutes. You can't wait. If it's a party situation, too bad. Mm. That has to be eaten straight away. Now, if those rules are followed, if it's consumed quickly... It is a very high quality pizza for your five dollars. Yeah. If any of those are not followed to the T, I can understand why people do not like the thin and crispy. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. That sounds like a more entertaining version of Twenty Four that we were talking about earlier. I'd <laughs> like to see. It could be Twenty Four minutes. Yes. You could do Twenty Four minutes. <laughs> One minute per episode. From- I'd love to see that. From leaving my house. Yes. To picking up the pizza and getting it home in a crispy condition. Because I can imagine the end of one episode is them pulling the pizza out of the oven and they're about to put it in the box. Oh, no, it's about to go into the warmer as you walk into the store and then the clock comes Mm -hmm. up and it cuts to the ads. That's that's a great idea. Sometimes when I go in and I know it's coming out of the oven, because I know where it is, I've tracked it. Sure. And they might say to me, They'll go, oh, what are you here for? And I'll say, order for Zach. And they'll turn around and they'll start looking in the Walmart. And I just think, <laughs> no, 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 no. I've right. been here oh, before. You're not going to find it in the Walmart. You I'm with not. you. They, they look at it and they're looking at it and they go from docket to docket. They're like, oh, it's not here. And I'm like, it's because in three, two, one, yeah. order for Zach. There it is. So you sometimes there like to is. register your name with the people at the front desk when you arrive. No, see, I don't do that by choice, but that's what happens if you go in too early. Yeah, now, the sure. danger is if yeah. that happens is they can be talking to you, and while they're talking to you behind you, they might be putting it in in, in the warmer. That's ah, why you disaster. sometimes wait in the car yeah. so that you no one can intercept you. The car is kind of a bubble. <laughs> You've got it down to a fine art. which if, I do. Uh, and it is making me hungry for pizza as a sidebar. Um, have I ever told you my one time I had pizza on a school trip in Italy and it was a really dark experience? Have I told you that story in Naples? No. Should I tell you now? Should we save that for next time? It's really quite tell dark though. 
Um, okay. Okay. Well, if there's enough time now that if you tell it, we might be able to pull the podcast back up from the gutter, back up from the depth. Sure. Sure. The, well, uh, what's that? The Mariana. That's not. Is the Mariana Trench? I might be confusing Naples and deep trenches. Marinara sure Trench. I only know the source, Marinara. But um, yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Right. Well. <laughs> I was on a school trip. We went to like an ancient history trip when I was in grade 11 that went to Greece and Italy. And um, we were in Naples doing Pompeii. Um, But before that, we were told that Naples apparently... During Pompeii? No, to see Pompeii. You know, we were there for... (laughs) for, We weren't there to see Vesuvius erupt. We were there to see the aftermath. And um, Mm. anyway, we were... you know, (laughs) hundreds of years on. Yeah. Yeah. And we were there. We were told that Naples apparently had... Just about the best pizza in Italy. You have to try the pizza in Naples. And so we're walking around and we, the whole group of us, there's like 50 of us, we found this this wood-fired pizza shop on the corner. We all went in and ordered our pizzas, absolutely loved them. One of the best pizzas I've had in my life. Um, and they were, they were quite a machine there. They were churning out, like they would have made 50 pizzas for all of us and they got them all out within about 20 minutes, which was in, insanely good. But then we got home uh, from the trip and about two weeks afterwards... Our ancient history teacher said, hey, guys, don't Google Naples pizza. <laughs> okay, why would they? they like, you you weren't going to Google it. Well, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, why would you Google a meal you had two weeks on? It's a, it's a good point. It's a good point. But uh, I But as soon as what, you heard it, what was oh, the first thing that you did? Well, the first thing everyone wanted to do was Google. But before we did, I asked her, because she was a pretty candid ancient history teacher. I said, can you tell us why? And she said, look, there was just some news I saw last night that a bunch of pizzerias in Naples, including the one we went to, have been shut down because because there's not much bushland, um, you know, in that part of Italy. So there's not many trees, not much wood to, to put in the wood-fired pizza. What they Uh-oh. were allegedly doing was digging up coffins from old, oh. old parts of cemeteries that were no longer seen no. or used and using no. that wood was to fire pizzas. 300 years ago? <laughs> I swear that's what we were told. I have not verified it myself in a Google, but that's what our teacher told us. Now that that cannot be the most economical way. No, there's not that much wood in there. Like that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm googling you know Naples coffin pizza. <laughs> Do you know how much digging that would take? <laughs> yeah. It, like why wouldn't you just get old furniture? Hang on, I found it. I found it. Pizza in Naples cooked with wood from coffins. It's a legitimate story. Hang on. Let me send you this link. Have a look yeah, at that. Tell me if that... I can't at the moment. I don't have a computer. Just just have a skim of it yeah. and tell me whether they're, they're digging them up from the ground or they're finding old coffins, uh, you know, in a coffin, out the back of a coffin maker or something like that. Because for me, I can't figure out why you would go to the effort to dig six foot down to get it a coffin when you could just get old furniture or old building supplies which are above ground so my understanding from skimming through this article here is that apparently uh cemetery thieves are quite a thing in italy and they would be mm. doing this and then they would on sell so right. it wasn't like the, so the pizza guy was being sent off yeah so that the the pizza yeah. chef wasn't being sent off in the afternoon to do the digging, but it was more that they were like, buying their wood from we a supplier. Had these coffins left over <laughs> because we dug, we 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 rubbed a grave. Yes, we can make a few more dollars on the side that's, selling the wood. I think that's it. I think that's it. 
But um, but that story came out uh, only a couple of weeks after we were there. So um, that certainly, you know, part in the, the pun left like. a bad taste in the mouth. Um, oh, the pizza was <laughs> the pizza was great. I mean, I didn't I didn't detect any hint of coffin in the in the pizza, no. and that's what you want, really. That's what you want when you're having a pizza. And if your Domino's story made people really want pizza, I'm worried my story has just turned them off the idea. That's, it's, it is not a nice story. When you say it's pretty dark, yeah, you know it's definitely unsavory, mm. but it's definitely not nice. But I mean, no one actually died, did they? Because they're already dead. Yeah, yeah, pe- yeah. I that's only true. thought what you're going to say. I thought you were going <laughs> to say it was a pizzeria, and now this is dark that had teamed up. <laughs> oh, don't say a, a crematorium. Uh, <laughs> And they were thinking two birds, one stone. Well, we got the fire. Yeah, I mean, look. It- Why make the fire twice? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said on the billboard. Well, also, I suppose you could argue they probably don't do a heap of cremations at night. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the crematorium could have the hour. oven in the day. And then the wood fire pizza could happen at night. You go in and order a pizza. Mate, hang on. You just got to wait for someone to die. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> no, that's bring, dark. Bring, bring, <laughs> Yep. Yep. All right, good news, mate. Your pepperoni's about 20 away. I'm going to keep that uh. Oh, that's dark. That's look. It is. It's dark, and we're going to need to find a way to lift out. The edit? I think it has to. Got to make the edit. You know you're, what? You're we on no short. Longer have we're no longer a broadcast. <laughs> we don't have to worry about sponsors. No, no, we're fine. I think this is fine. I just think what we need to do is find a lighter way to end the episode. Because if we end okay, it there, well, people are going to have nightmares. And I'm talking when I say people. We probably about shouldn't me. tell the life is a highway story then, which you lost. <laughs> The podcast is going dark. Well, how about we... Firstly, you have just confirmed What's He Whistling was Life is a Highway last week. Congratulations to everybody who did guess it. Um, But yeah, look, I'll save the Life is a Highway story for next time. Also, actually, next time I would love, Zach, to have a chat with you about uh, this tracing app that the government's talking about having. Because a lot of people I've seen are concerned around privacy. You know, I don't want the government knowing where I'm going and these sorts of things. I have some, some... thoughts about that and i thought so we, this we is about that. trying to trace um covid19 cases yeah so the idea would be that contact tracing yeah that that you know if you walked past someone or spent time 15 minutes with someone who had who then tested positive they could look up who they crossed their paths with and let you know get in touch with you and a lot mm. of people are saying i won't consider downloading it that's a massive privacy breach all these sorts of things so I want to talk about that, but mm-hmm. maybe, I mean, I was going to say maybe next time, but looking at your face at the moment, I'm wondering if there's going to be enough in that for, for next time. <laughs> um, well, we spent the first five minutes of this podcast talking about mm. how long trees take to grow in our yard. So, well, you know, there's not yeah. a high bar. That's Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the other thing as well, actually, uh, is I think I might have had a breakthrough on the the uh, chasing down of Jenny from Tasmania, who we used to have on the radio show a lot last year. We might be close mm. to finding a phone number for Jenny. So, look, we'll wait and see. But I'm hopeful, if all goes well, that we might be hearing from Jenny 
at some stage on this podcast soon. So let's get to what's he whistling. Who mm. was it that uh, was first in on Facebook last time? It was, and yeah. the type of request was one that you've had to practice. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So Benjamin was first in. Actually, just looking at the Facebook messages, Jacinta actually had a question for us first, just before we do move to what's he whistling. She wanted to know if the happiest place on the internet is still running the Collective Noun Forum and if the forum has seen any positive cases of COVID-19. Well, we moved quickly, didn't we? We did. And it was yeah. swift to leadership. Yep. And we closed the borders pretty much as soon as we heard about mm. um, a virus coming out of Wuhan, which was around about December last year. Yeah, and I said to you, Zach, you, you're going to kill our January tourism. I didn't agree at the, at the, the start. I thought this is too drastic. But you were certain no, about it. No, but see, the why we survive financially is because the people within the park mm. were stuck within the park. We shut <laughs> yeah. the doors. We didn't clear it out first. And <laughs> and they've had to really survive. And so they've had to live off our inflated food and drink prices like yeah. you would have at any theme park. Completely. And so they've been having corn dogs and popcorn for every meal for $18 a pop. And it's actually, we've done pretty well from it, honestly. Yeah. Business is booming. And there, there were some concerns about human rights and those sorts of things, but I mm. believe international borders and international waters means we're okay. Yeah. And we quickly shut down our wet market as well. We thought probably <laughs> in this climate, it wasn't appropriate to keep doing that. Well, I told you it wasn't a good idea from the start. I didn't know why the water needed <laughs> yeah. a wet market. Well, because I thought that it was like a wet and wild yeah, sure. type slide. Yeah. I thought, yeah, the wet market, that sounds fun. It don't, and, and then the, when yeah. I actually found out what it was, I thought, whoa, hang on, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> this is couldn't be further away from what I, I believe should happen. So the wet market's gone, um, but all the rides are still operating and, you know, you can still go and visit the Mount Rushmore with uh, Tracy Grimshaw and Shane Warne's faces on it. You know, it's all mm-hmm. it's all still happening. Well, I mean, you, you can't. If you're already in the park, those people can. Others mm. can't. Unfortunately, for the foreseeable right. we future. We might actually check in with that in a few podcasts time, maybe next podcast. Mm. Because we haven't looked at, you know, the messages in the forum for a while. That's a good point. We, we should, I think... They might still be coming through. We have a duty of care to check in on those who are in there um, and make sure that's, they're, that's they're right. okay. So we'll do that um, maybe next time. But uh, it is time for Watsy Whistling. By now, by the way, if we were still on the radio, this would have had a really cool opener, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Some sort of a Why deep don't you voice. Sing us one? Why like don't a... you whistle us one? How can I whistle the words? What's he whistling? Okay, That's not sing possible. one, sing one, and then no, I don't think that it... will be the. I think it will be, be the like top a deep track, voice. and then you whistle underneath it. No, sing, sing it, <laughs> and then whistle that tune. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we can put them together later. What's he whistling? <laughs> <laughs> There you yeah, go. Good work. <laughs> you can you can work on that in in the edit after this. <clears throat> okay, so this if request... anyone if anyone has some editing software and wants to <laughs> make that into an opener, <laughs> we don't have a producer anymore. No, no. Feel free to do whatever you want with that. Um, <clears throat> okay, so this is the request from Benjamin. Uh, please send your guesses as to what this song is to the Collected Down Facebook page. Message us there. I'm going to give him my best. This is the hardest. What's he whistling so far though? <clears throat> and. I'm having a bit of a bad lip day, so I'm not entirely sure how I'll go, but we'll see. (laughs) 
Do you reckon you have any guess? Without saying what it is. I'm going to be completely is. honest with you. I'm going yeah. to be completely honest. Mm. We are, we can hear each other over Zoom at the moment. Yeah. I think the frequency might have been too high <laughs> to come through. <laughs> Because I heard the first couple of notes, then nothing for about 15 seconds. And then you yeah. said, well, how was that? Okay, well, I can see your lips moving though. Yeah. So I knew that you were trying to whistle or at least whistling. I don't know. I have no comment on the quality. No, I whistled. There was whistling there. Look, you'll just have to, when you put this together, Zach, when you when you mm. edit it, you'll be able to have a good listen to the, the whistling. Uh, I'm not mm. sure if people are going to be able to pick this one because, as I said, it's quite a hard one to whistle. But if you figured it out, please do send a message through as well as any requests. I've got a few other requests on the list as well that I'd love to get off mm. in, uh, in future weeks of What's He Whistling. So the segment that's going nowhere. Is that a comment <laughs> on the direction? Or... <laughs> no, that or was me trying to make sure you don't accent Oh, you're trying to say it's it's sticking around. I was like, oh, that was strangely self self deprecating. Uh, oh, it's going nowhere. Like a lot of his stories. Oh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay, well, that's what's he whistling. That's another live from lockdown. Hit us up if you got any questions uh, on Instagram. Although Dom won't see those. Facebook, he might. <laughs> Um, and maybe um, put in a guess and a request for what's he whistling while you're at it. That's all from us, guys. We'll see you next time. Stay safe. Bye!